Patrick Dolan from Siegel and Dolan. Thanks for hopping on with us here today. Thanks. Good to be here, John, and happy holidays to all the listeners. Yeah, for sure. What do you guys specialize in? Uh, what is your specialty? Um, employment law. We're, we're employment lawyers. We represent uh, mostly uh, employees, management, and non-management level folks. And did things slow down during COVID with people working from home, or was it just as busy as ever? No, it was really busy, but probably for different reasons. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of issues surrounding COVID in terms of uh, policies, vaccination, what could be required, what wasn't, um, folks working from home and what that meant in terms of following company policies and procedures. So uh, different issues, but still really busy and unfortunately a lot of layoffs. Yeah. And so there were a lot of separation agreements to go through and negotiate. For sure. What? Why are you passionate about employment law? Well, I started out as a defense side employment lawyer representing companies, and then I decided I really enjoyed helping people work, <laughs> yeah. work through yeah. their issues. And that there sounds are lo- more fun. <laughs> it is. Um, and there are a lot of different kinds of employment law situations. A lot of times we uh, provide advice and counseling in terms of workplace issues like harassment, discrimination, non-compete issues, which we get a lot. And also negotiating employment agreements and uh, separation agreements. Now, I, we have another friend on the show, uh, Audrey Anderson. She comes in. She's a defense attorney now in the suburbs. She worked in the state's attorney's office yeah. for a long time beforehand and then made the switch. Do you feel like having spent some time defending companies, you got a few more tools in your tool chest to uh, help the uh, working man and woman? Yeah, definitely. I understand, I think, what the company is is going to do in different scenarios and what's important to them. So it helps me a lot uh, representing people in terms of advice and litigation if necessary. I imagine there's so many people listening right now that say, I I don't need an employment lawyer. Yes, I had this dispute and yeah, I got laid off. I didn't get what I thought I got, but I'm just one person. I, I, I can't possibly need legal assistance. There's nothing out there for me. Uh, I imagine you'd say not the case. No, no, that's not the case. At least certainly not in our experience. Right. There are a lot of different uh, laws that protect folks that need to be analyzed and addressed in ways that I think most people don't understand. So their circumstance, which may look uh, bleak, is normally not when we're talking about separations and also uh, harassment at work, what they can do about it, uh, investigations, all those sorts of things. So there are so many different aspects to that relationship um, and a whole bunch of different state and federal employment laws that protect these people in various scenarios. I know that we've made a lot of strides in harassment cases, or at least in harassments in the office, or I'd like to think that we have, uh, identifying what it is and why that's inappropriate, and hopefully uh, it would be wonderful if one day we didn't have any cases like that anymore. That's just not the reality, though. It's still happening, no. and now more people are aware of what their rights are, and I imagine you're seeing even more cases nowadays. We are, and it's it surprises me that the issue Issues remain in the workplace. And harassment's not always gender or mm-hmm. sex based. It's not sexual harassment. A lot of times it's based on race or sexual orientation, age, or disability, or age. Yeah. Age is really prevalent. Age discrimination is really prevalent in the workplace. And so there are a number of different aspects of harassment. Uh, and bases to assert claims that can help you get through, um, you know, in uh, your employment situation, know what to complain about, who to complain to. And if ultimately adverse action is taken against you by the company to then negotiate a separation agreement, 
based on the fact that you've complained and you've been the victim of harassment or retaliation or discrimination. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. That's where you can text in. Chatting with Patrick Dolan from Siegel and Dolan. Okay, what test do you use? Like, let's say whether it is sexual discrimination or uh, harassment or ageism or from someone uh, with different abilities. I imagine a lot of people feel maybe they kind of feel it in their gut, right? What do you, what's that conversation like to determine whether that reaches some level of harassment that someone could take legal action Yeah, that's actually illegal, right? That's a really good point because oftentimes people think what they've suffered in terms of harassment or discrimination or retaliation is illegal, and sometimes it's just not. Mm -hmm. But the threshold really is, were you treated differently because of that protected status compared to other folks who are in the same or similar situations? So it's really an individualized analysis to determine do you have a claim that that's actually a viable claim, a good claim under the law that you can pursue? And that is really an individualized analysis. Treated differently, and that doesn't mean just being fired, being passed over for oh, jobs, yeah, we, treated personally different or shunned at the office, maybe, perhaps? Any kind of negative effect in the terms and conditions of your job, that's what we're talking about. Um, were you treated differently in terms of compensation? Mm. What about your job duties? Were you suddenly being excluded from meetings, not being asked to participate in things that you used to be asked to participate in terms of your job duties? So there are a number of different ways that you've been... that. Potentially, you've been harmed at the job, um, and those can form the basis of a claim. All right, so we're just getting started in our conversation. We'll do more in a bit. I have the number on your website, 312-878-3210, msegallaw.com is what I'm reading here. Is that the best way for people to reach what you guys do? It is. Yep, it is. All right, that's Patrick Dolan from Siegel and Dolan. 312-981-7200 is our phone number if you have any questions. We'll do a little rapid fire. I got some employment questions for you okay. after the break here on Let's Get Legal, powered by the Illinois State Bar Association on WGN. 720 WGN, Let's Get Legal powered by the Illinois State Bar Association. Again, we got a kind of quick show today. We got Army and Navy college football action at 1.30 here on WGN. Till then, we got Patrick Dolan from Siegel and Dolan. Okay, we were talking about harassment cases and obviously what the line is, what it isn't, how you guys can talk with someone about that. And and I just want to say, if someone does feel that way, Call that number, right? 312-878-3210. You'll at least chat with people. We do all the time to Mm -hmm. to let them know, frankly, whether they have something or not to pursue. Right. And that's, you know, and I do feel like sometimes, even if they, even if you say, hey, look, I don't think this rises to the level where we're going to help you out. I think people feel better knowing that at least they talk to someone about it. Yeah, that's what they tell us. At least they just Mm want to know. And, you know, they're all just because someone doesn't have a legal claim doesn't mean there's nothing to do for them. That's not the case at all. What do you mean? Well, there are certain ways to help them maybe make their job better by simply getting involved with whatever they have complained about. Or when they're leaving, negotiating a separation agreement, you do not have to have a strong legal claim to negotiate a separation agreement. Is it a matter that you're simply going to write a letter, call this? company, let them know that they have some legal representation, some heft behind what they're doing. And for lack of a better term, that scares a company or at least says, hey, this is serious. Let's take this seriously. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, we're in the season of holiday parties, mm-hmm. which have changed a lot in the past 20 years, I'd say probably the last 10 uh, or so. Um you know, they used to be full of booze and I'm sure HR people were sick of that. Now I'm not saying they're all you know done for sure, but 
harassment of parties is no joke. It happens a lot. It does happen a lot. And I'll, I, this used to be a pretty common issue every holiday season. It's less common now, but we'll get calls about it, mm-hmm. you know, over the holidays. Does it matter if it happens in the office or if it happens at a bar or anything No, it like doesn't. That? So if it's an employee, employment, an employer-sponsored event off-site, it's still something that the company has sanctioned. Um, and even if a group of folks leave that um, sponsored event and go do something else, if it's your boss and you and a couple of folks from work, um, there's still potential liability there should harassment or anything like that occur. There have definitely been situations like that that I've represented the individual complaining. So that relationship with your boss or your supervisor carries on beyond it, where you it go. It definitely does. Okay. Uh, someone wanted to know, how do I know if I'm guaranteed severance? Sometimes I assume I'm going to get it if I'm fired, uh, but do I really, how do I find out if I really am going to get yeah, some? Yeah, great question. So there's no obligation under Illinois law to provide severance, but folks are often provided in an employment agreement or an offer letter or uh, by way of policy. The company has a policy for severance or a practice. Maybe it's not in writing, but it's still something you can enforce. The company has a practice of paying severance to certain folks uh, when they're terminated without cause mm-hmm. or when their job has been eliminated, when they've been laid off. It does not, you're not usually provided severance if you just simply resign. Right. Sometimes if you have what's termed good reason to leave, maybe a job title reduction or responsibilities or changing comp, then it can trigger something in an agreement. But it has to be in an agreement or a policy or practice that that folks get severance. I imagine that's something that should be determined on the way into a job so you know what the rules, regulations, and the severance package is. But that is such an uncomfortable conversation to have when you're just starting at a new job. You don't want to give a wrong impression. Yeah, and so the the you're entirely correct. What is in that initial offer letter or sep- or uh, employment agreement is something that we have to deal with on the way out. So I tell folks, listen, I know it's uncomfortable, but you want certainty in that document. You want to know what your responsibilities are and duties and obligations and what you're going to be compensated during the relationship. And then it should also address issues as to what's going to happen when you leave, because frankly, everybody leaves their job one way or another. Uh, one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Patrick, is that something that you guys can help out with people if they're getting a new job? I mean, yeah. they can call you even when they have good news of employment, oh, right? Yeah, and th- those are those are fun, and and we'll and we'll help them look through the offer letter and say, "Geez, why don't you suggest this or that to make it better or more certain for you, so you know what's expected of you and what you'll get when you leave." Do you recommend people do that? Talk to a lawyer about any agreement. A, I think it's a great. Um, I think it's a great idea. I mean, people come to us and say, "Could you just look at this?" And I'm, you know, we're happy to. It does not take very long at all. Obviously, you know, we know what we're looking for and what we're looking at, so we can give them some ideas as to what would make the situation better and just more clear right and i think that also helps if they're going to go ask for this x y or z they say oh by the way i talked to patrick dolan right like i talked to a lawyer about this that might carry a little more heft yeah and i know people have some concerns about negotiating it just depends on what your circumstance is in terms of how you how you know much you want that job Mm -hmm. but i you know we also give them sort of the verb you know what to say right what what to say and how to say it so it doesn't come off confrontational or anything like that so we work on that messaging someone uh 630 texted and they have fmla can they only use that for physical illnesses can stress or mental exhaustion be something to use fmla or something along those lines for for a break yes not a break but you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, Yeah. leave under under fmla yeah it can and i would say most 
of our work on FMLA issues in terms of leave, et cetera, deals with mental health issues. And, and frankly, those are getting more and more common oh boy, yeah. in my practice. Yeah. Is it, a, is it ask them first, and then if they say no, that's when they call you? Yeah, I say get the FMLA materials. Okay. Submit the request for FMLA, if it's denied for any reason, or if you have any issues at all, or if you want just help with that paperwork, because it can be kind of complicated, then give me a call and I'm happy to help. Okay, non-compete agreements. We're really mm-hmm. flying through a lot of stuff yeah, here. I, I know it is, the, there was a new law or something that changed the threshold of the salary amount, right? It, yeah, yeah, that passed recently. So uh, for non-competes, it's 75000 If you make less than 75000 annually, then a non-compete cannot be enforced against you. If you you make less than $45,000 annually, then the non-solicitation agreement cannot be enforced against you. Okay. And above 75000 it can be, but they're hard to yeah. enforce sometimes, right? They are. People ask me that all the time. And I say, you know what? Don't assume it's unenforceable because mm-hmm. that's not safe. It, there's a lot of detail that has to go into how it's written for it to be enforceable, but also how it's applied to an individual person. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of non-compete work because they want to know when we leave. when I leave... Where can I go and where can't I go? 20 seconds. Why should people reach you? Who should be reaching out to you? I say anyone who has, you know, just a question about employment law, they have a concern at work, um, they feel like they're being discriminated against, they want help with their non-compete or their separation agreement or their offer letter. Any sort of employment question, we're happy to help. All right. 312-878-3210. 312-878-3210. Patrick. Quickest Let's Get Legal Ever. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. And we'll chat again soon. All right. And of course, you can go to msegallaw.com, S-I-E-G-E-L, msegallaw.com. Army, Navy, football on WGN next here on WGN.